found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. Well, it's a Monday edition of Tidbits. This is the sixth day of February. Here we are. Good to see you, Matt. Good to see you, buddy. Well, a weekend complete. How'd things go for the weekend? Still waiting on it. All right. <laughs> How about you? Got another one coming. <laughs> Be here before you know it. Sure. <laughs> Nobody hit the Powerball. No kidding. So it's now estimated at $747 million. Gosh. Numbers were 2, 8, 15, 19, 58, and Powerball 10. That uh, jackpot. Those are my family's birthdays. Up for grab. The ninth largest in the U.S. lottery history. Dang. And the latest in a string of huge lottery prizes. Someone in Maine won that 1.35 billion mega millions less than three weeks ago. California player won a record $2.04 billion power jackpot. That was the last time it was hit. So the uh, odds are very skimpy of trying to win. Yeah. One in 292.2 million. And I, if I'm not mistaken, next drawing would be Wednesday. They do it Monday, yeah. Wednesday, and Saturday. So. Yeah. So good luck to you. It's still out there waiting for you to win it. It's a lot of money. Sure is. Man. Also, um, you know, we've heard for quite some time about Lake Mead and Lake Powell. They're drying up. Mm-hmm. Scientists suggest that those reservoirs on the Colorado River may not refill in our lifetime. The uh, reservoirs have been dwindling over many years. Wow. Not just due to drought, but also due to demand that's increased over the decades since the dams were built and due to decreased rainfall. Lake Mead is on the Arizona-Nevada border and held back by Hoover Dam. Filled in the 1980s and 90s, in 2000, it was nearly full and lapping at the spillway gates. But then the mega drought, over 23 years, has worsened the water deficit and left Lake Mead about 70% empty. Man. 70%. Upstream, Lake Powell's declined to 23% of full capacity. It's approaching a point where Glen Canyon Dam would no longer even generate power. Wow. That even though they've had their above-average snowpack in the Rocky Mountains, officials and scientists say everyone in the Colorado River Basin will need to plan for low reservoir levels for years to come. Some say they think the river's major reservoirs will not refill in our lifetime. That's a long, long time. That's crazy. Wow. So just imagine how much water that is. That is and it's that low. Wow. I think, honestly, you know, for us here, mm-hmm. we're so far removed from yeah. that, it's hard for us to even comprehend that. Yeah, we don't really you, you think know what about mean? it. Yeah. But, you know, we had reports not that long ago of, you know, that it's receding so much they're finding bodies and... Right, right. Know. Dumped cars. And <laughs> yeah, it's just unbelievable how low they are. So, you know, I don't know. Of course, that means... Water supply is going to be down. If they can't generate electricity, that's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. So, man, just hard to believe. Yeah, it is. And then we've got this woman caught on video 
sleeping behind the wheel of her Tesla Mm. while driving on a California highway. The person filming (laughs) followed her for about 15 minutes. And they kept honking to try to wake her up. They eventually called 911, but it's still not known if she was ever pulled over. Tesla's autopilot system is able to assist drivers, but it doesn't make it, you know, free to drive on its own. Drivers are also required to keep their hands on the wheel to maintain control, but she was out. How do you do that? How are you that comfortable? You know, it's... Well, you're just like, all right, the car's got it? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I used to worry because, you know, I'd ride with my dad. Yeah. And, you know, we'd be coming back from somewhere. It'd be nighttime, not late, necessarily. Right. And I'd kind of look over, and he'd be dozing off. And it's like, <laughs> what the? You know? And it's just, what do you... Right. And then, you know, it's like, I don't know. I, I guess I was kind of afraid to even say anything. So I just let it happen, you know? And it's like, <laughs> as long as we're staying on the road, I guess I, you know... Yeah. It was just... I don't... Even if a car was supposedly ready for that, and we've heard many deals... Sure, sure. Would you ever be comfortable enough to do that? Not yet, man. You know, no. Just, no. In fact, you know what? Okay, my son and I this weekend got in this conversation about flying cars. Yeah. Do you think we'll ever have flying cars? And I'm like... Part of me says no, but yeah. part of me thinks that AI has to get to a point where I think I think if you're going to have flying cars, you have to take the person out of the equation. Right. Okay. So AI has to be powerful enough to when we're in the air, my car knows what your car's doing and avoids it. Right. You know. You would hope that that's the way right. it would be. The AI figures out. Okay, the wind's coming from this way. You know, it knows exactly where I'm going. It right. knows exactly. You know how to get there, all that. I mean, and I'm not sure we're there yet. I don't think so. And we've had so many reports of failures of AI. Yeah. So if that happens while you're up there, and it's like, yeah, I mean, it's not like <laughs> you know, an fender bender at three thousand feet is way different than you know it yeah. on Psychic Street or whatever. You know, it's. I don't <laughs> It's very concerning, really, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. And I just, uh, look how bad people drive, you know, regular, oh, yeah. you know, let alone. That's why I said you have to take the person out of it. You know, you really do. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to have flying cars, you got to take the human element out of it, <laughs> I think. You know, well, you have to chart a flight path, you know. Where, you know. Th- that's just it. That's part of it. That's what the, you, 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 you put it in, I'm going to go. To my job, <laughs> and then plug it in, and it goes. And will you have rules in the air? You know, like you, know so. you will. <laughs> because, you, know, you, know. You, you can't get away from getting tickets. Right. <laughs> You've right. got to support your government through well, see, tickets. Since, since everything is, is logged, I mean, it would be... I guess I, maybe maybe not. I mean, if it's... <laughs> Unless you could over somehow override your system and make it fly faster, right? I don't know. But they would regulate it. You know, they'd regulate it. It just—I—I I don't know. You're right. Uh, we're certainly not ready for it. Oh, Mr. Lowe, you were <laughs> traveling Mach one. And just—that's another thing. How fast will they eventually go? Yeah. You know. So, 
All right, it's 632. We'll be back with more tidbits. This is Tidbits. So Monday edition of Tidbits, sixth day of the month of February. Here's a woman here in the States that went viral on TikTok after she claims her landlord charged her a $200 fee for having a goldfish. <laughs> 200 bucks. Uh, she shared a screenshot of her lease, which read, fish allowed, restrictions, no aggressive breeds. The shot also shows her monthly pet rent is 15 bucks. Hmm. To keep that uh, goldfish, she captioned the video. They're now charging pet rent for fishes. Speechless. Several people commented on the video, calling the landlord uh. greedy. You know, again, is this just a little bowl that if it uh, something did happen, it would just mop up easily? It's not like it's a ten thousand <laughs> gallon aquarium, you know. Where if it broke, uh, you know what? I guess it, it. He has to draw the line somewhere. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you're going to allow. One fish, you got to charge for all fish. You know what I mean? Whether it's a bull or a giant tank. That's just, I don't know. I don't know. I think I'd uh, flush him down the toilet and forget about that. I just, uh, I'm sorry. That's her buddy. That's her buddy. (laughs) uh, Man, that's a lot of money. $15 a a month extra. Just for the goldfish. Hey, we shot down the the Chinese balloon that was over the... uh, and evidently, it's happened a number of times before in other presidencies. Oh, really? Yeah. But this is the first time we've ever really had it reported. <laughs> do we always shoot them down, or do we I, always just like, yeah, let it pass? I don't, you know, I don't know. I guess they had to do something since it was discovered. You know, I don't know that. Oftentimes, maybe they're so high that you just don't see them. So here, yeah. Well, they were they were high enough that they were above where commercial traffic flies yeah but um my question when we we had the story friday my question was <laughs> when it was first reported it was over montana yeah and the department of defense was like well we can't shoot it down because the debris might hurt people on the ground right i'm like you're over montana what are you <laughs> pretty spacious what are you gonna <laughs> What are you going to hurt? Like, I don't... But okay. (laughs) I suppose there's a remote possibility. Now, I guess they ended up... It was over water when they did it. So, yeah. So, then it travels across the United States into the Carolinas. And now it's over the Atlantic where they blast it. Now, the turtles are going to choke on it. So... These things must be humongous. They, yeah, they said yeah. it was as big as three school buses or Is that three right? buses, something yeah. like that. Yeah. And again, uh, from what I heard in the news this morning, that's not the first time it's it's went on. <laughs> now, this supposedly, according to China, is a weather balloon. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> yeah. to do with spying. Nothing. No, no, no. We're just... <laughs> <laughs> so, I... <laughs> Sleep, uh, sleep soundly. Right. I yeah. mean, it's like, I don't know, man. 
That's that, a long way to travel. It is. There's no way you can control them. Right. It's like you and I, like when we were up in the balloon here, <laughs> and we're only up 50 feet or whatever it is. You know, I start thinking that you're up there several thousand feet. Oh, yeah. You have no control of that thing. I, there's, yeah. <laughs> you know, when, we, <laughs> when we were up there and the guy that was took us up and down, you're like, what? We were like 60 feet off yeah. the ground. And uh, he's like, yeah, a normal thing. We're like 3,000 or something. It, no, it was more like 6,000 feet. It was above a mile, something. wasn't it? Yeah. It, it was something you know. crazy. And I'm um, like, yeah, no. No, man. Not doing this. All you can do is ride the Airstream. Yeah. You know? And then you just hope to get down where you're supposed to. You can only control up and down on this thing, right. basically. I don't know. It's just... That's a long way for that balloon to travel. It is. It is. And I'm sure, you know, we've probably had our balloons move on. I mean, what do you do? They have to move on at some point. <laughs> you know, where are they all? Right. These aren't the only balloons on Earth. Right. That we're you know we're dealing with right now. Well, yeah. And I guess you know at the end of the day, it's like every country is spying on every other country. Wow. Like that's just we are. Yeah. Okay. We're we're spying on other people. People are spying on us. It's the way of the world. But to me, you've already got satellites doing that. Yeah. You don't, you don't need right. a balloon to do it. And if this is the pinnacle of Chinese technology, where <laughs> we're like, eh, let's send a balloon. Have it report back. But again, you can't control where it goes. Yeah. I, I just don't see that. I mean, you can map it, I suppose, according to the, the wind and the yeah. current of the flow, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know how it works. Do they have attachments on them to dispose of them when they're done? Do you blow them up? I don't know. I, it's, I have no idea. So anyway, some of the pilots got some target practice. They sure did. Imagine seeing this. A guy purposefully spilled numerous liquids on multiple aisle floors of a Pennsylvania Walmart because he had to wait in line too long and bad customer service. Two separate incidents, 46-year-old Leonard Rep walked into the Tilden store with a 13-year-old of no relation to him a friend of the teen's family he is, I guess. In the first incident, he had purposefully poured bleach, motor oil, dish soap, maple syrup, and jam jelly onto numerous aisle floors of the Walmart. Then he returned, a week later, poured bleach, pickles, and hot sauce on floors of multiple aisles. Why? After releasing surveillance photos, police were able to identify, find, and interview him. He admitted... To both incidents, saying he had been done because he was he received bad customer service and had to wait in long lines, <laughs> like yeah, the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to expect that, don't you? Oh, gosh. And they do have self checkout areas. Yeah. Now, Rep then told police that he did not think what he was doing was criminal. He didn't think that was criminal. <laughs> Okay. Now listen to this. I didn't kill nobody. <laughs> he was arrested, charged with yes, corruption of minors. There you go. Because of the thirteen-year-old disorderly conduct and criminal mischief. Corruption of minors. 
I've heard, uh, you know, in, the, in this segment, I've heard charges I've never oh, heard yeah. ever before. Yeah. We've had some doozies. And here's a guy, I don't know what he thinks he's going to get by with, but he was arrested for using a broken window at the DeKalb County Jail in Atlanta to deliver items. You know, it must have been like a drive through for him. <laughs> they charged Michael Anthony Dixon with crossing a guard line and again, <laughs> with weapons, intoxicants, drugs without consent, criminal trespass, possession of marijuana, and possession of cocaine with distribution intent. He was carrying a box cutter when he was stopped outside the facility. When deputies searched the area, they found a hidden white bag in a nearby area. They said the bag contained cocaine, packs of cigarettes, lighters, marijuana, ear pods, hex keys, glue gel, sweets, jewelry, charging cords, and cooked chicken wings. Here you go. He must have been running his own little... How long has this been going on? It looks like five or six or seven (laughs) cell phones in there, too. Just how long has this guy got by with this? Jeez. And how do you let something like that... So how does this work? It was a broken window? How do you not take care of that? It's just... (laughs) And this guy, I mean, he's got a lot of stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff on this. (laughs) Man. He had quite a bag full of stuff. Let's see here. How many... (laughs) One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve or thirteen packs of smokes. Another are those Swisher sweets? One, two, three, four. Like maybe nine or ten singles of yeah. Swisher sweets. He's just got bags of marijuana, two large bags of chicken wings. He's got it all. So okay. We're all adults here, right? Right. We we know what it smells like. Okay? Right. You go to a place, someone sparks it up, yeah. you know exactly yes, what it smells. Sm- you, you smell it. You yeah. smell it. Like you, we've all been to a concert. Okay? We <laughs> we know, okay. You go to somewhere like a like a jail yeah. and someone lights it's going to be to- like blatantly completely <laughs> stupendously obvious what you're doing. Yeah. But I think it's just gotten to the point that the, they just let it go. Is that? I, th- I think so. You know, I, they're probably getting paid off. <laughs> okay, it's just. Who knows? It's a sour system. It's, it, you know, it's like the broken window. How's that not fixed? Right. It's like banging a big hole in the wall and not expecting anyone to enter or leave. Okay, it's. Yeah. Now we trust them. They're fine. Yeah. So this is Atlanta, right? Yeah. Okay. Man. Here's a uh, woman from Minnesota arrested for hitting her boyfriend in the head with a whole chicken. There you go. (laughs) They were out at a bar, okay? (laughs) The boyfriend said the woman hit him in the face and spit on him as they were driving home. When they got home, she grabbed the chicken and hit him in the back of the head. (laughs) That was her first instinct? Like, I'm going to (laughs) go... In the fridge, grab. <laughs> All right. So was it? Was it like a frozen chicken, or was it one of those like rotisserie chickens? Yeah. See, we don't know. We don't know. Officers were called. Said the man had chicken residue in his hair. 
I guess that's proof <laughs> that he was hit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Bob, that's chicken residue. <laughs> <laughs> now, they they say yeah. it's not reported whether it was cooked or raw. Okay. She was eventually handcuffed and charged with domestic assault. <laughs> it's, remember, we had the, the story of there was... Wasn't it like oil or something that was poured on somebody in the kitchen? Mm-hmm. And we were asking, do you just keep oil, barrels it was gas- of oil? It was gasoline. Gas. It was gasoline. Yeah, that's what it was. In the kitchen. Like, do you keep a thing of gas next? <laughs> What's your home life like when you're keeping gas in the kitchen? Just ready to go. <laughs> People, we don't know how yeah, they live. I have no idea, man. But, you, but to have gas readily available in your kitchen, yeah, something's wrong. <laughs> okay, gasoline. <laughs> All right, so there you go. Uh, Some tidbits on this Monday. You got this guy from Minnesota, too. Drove two hours to turn himself in for drunk driving. <laughs> Do what? He turned himself in for drunk driving. Okay. <laughs> He told officers he had four drinks and admitted he shouldn't have been driving. So he was arrested and charged with third-degree DWI. His blood alcohol level, 0.19. But he actually turned himself in. <laughs> so he... <laughs> Drove okay. from the Twin Cities. All right. Okay, so he was in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Sure. To a jail in New Ulm. New Ulm. In the southern part of the state. <laughs> and he had four drinks and still yep. was 0.19. So yep. he had to have sobered up somewhat in that drive, right? <laughs> two hours. Over two hours. I should not have been driving this far, but here I am. <laughs> what makes you do that? I don't know, man. Let's go home. It's Somebody, nice. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Like, maybe he's maybe he's had a history of this and maybe yeah. he's, I don't know. Feels bad. He feels bad. Yeah. Feels guilty. So there you go. He drove two hours. Bits on this Monday. I guess thankfully nothing happened. Right. You know? He made it safely, made evidently. It safe, I guess. So, but he did get arrested. Oh. So he accomplished what he was after. So there you go. <laughs> can you imagine the, the person that, that's like, can I help you? Yeah, I'm super drunk. I need to turn myself in. I'm sorry, what? Because <laughs> you know you don't normally get that. Right, right. So I'll. Call it a day on that one. Okay. And uh, we'll do it again tomorrow. Sounds good. See you then. All right, see you, buddy. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.